I almost forgot our theme song. Oh my gosh. I was Sarah, like, that's singing? unacceptable. What is wrong? <laughs> da 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 Brain candy. Episode Which, 449. Yes, 449. And for those of you who maybe are new, or maybe you don't know, or maybe mm-hmm. you like fast forward through that part, that is Adam saying brain candy. Yes. Did you get the query about what the heck we were saying? What do people ask that? Someone just sent a, a DM. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh and my god, like, I, that was super psychic-y. I had no idea, but I felt like it was the right time to say that. <laughs> yeah. She oh my said, god, I was like a psychic right now. Is it saying this or that? And neither of them were right. I can't remember what she thought oh. it was saying. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, it's saying brain candy, and she just couldn't hear it at first. So now she, she now know. she knows. Now she knows. The more you know. Yeah, it's like subliminal advertising. Yes. For the show that you're already listening to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's Sarah today? Oh, my gosh. I'm so good. Good. Just, like, happy and, yeah. Are you stressed? No, not really, actually. That's good. Yeah. I think, I think most I've, people I've are right got, now. I've gotten into a little more of routine. I think the advice that you've been giving me is really helping. Mm-hmm. It's like focus on the little things, set small goals. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I mean, small goals, but also big goals. I have my eye on a new prize, Susie. Uh oh. Like a new adventure thing. That, like oh, a new goal. Adventure. Life goal. What is it? And I've, I feel like this is like my destiny to do this. Wow. Yep. I want to do for my 40th birthday. Oh, no. And eco challenge oh god one of those adventure races what is wrong with you well i mean where do you want to start (laughs) what made you want to do this number one well well, amazon just released a new season Mm -hmm. of this show and ren and i are all about it and so (laughs) let me give you a little bit of info for people who are like what the heck is that okay um so this is the they this one I wouldn't do because this is like insane. I would mm-hmm. do a scaled down like three to five day version of this, which they have all like and exist. So it is what this one that they call it the world's toughest race. And mm-hmm. it's a 10 day uh, adventure race where you get a map and they you have different checkpoints along the way. I think there are about 40 of them or so. And you race with a team of four. And you get from point A to point B and, and compete. It's basically like a final of a challenge. Mm-hmm. It is 100% a final without having to eat gross shit. Oh. And I love but it's that. longer. But it's longer. But like not by much, by one day. So this one is longer. This one is crazy <laughs> and insane and uh, the hardest thing I've ever seen and I'm addicted and it's the best. And it's Why? everything What's that... What's appealing like, to oh. you about it? It's like, well, the stories, the teams that get together and it's just people who are pushing themselves to you know, the extreme and just testing themselves. And, and I mean, not to like spoil it, but this really won't. There's one team where it's a father and son and two other people racing with them. And the dad is a long time, like a eco challenge racer. <laughs> and he has Alzheimer's now. And mm. he was supposed to wait, race on another team of like people who are 65 and above who are still doing it. Yeah. And uh, 
and he was going to race with them, but he got his diagnosis, and he they just mm. don't have the strength to like carry him if anything were to go wrong. So oh, his man. son is racing with them, and his son is an elite racer, and he was supposed to be on another team that's like one of the top teams. So he's mm. sacrificing his position at the top team to race on a team with his dad, and they're like crushing it. And I get goosebumps talking about it, and it's so hopeful. And then there's a team of um, there's a team that has it's a dad. And his two daughters and another racer, and it's just like it's it's amazing. I love it, and it's just people who are pushing themselves, and it's adventure, and you never know what's going to happen. And I'm obsessed. And the I have guy to do with it. Alzheimer's, he's in the early stages. You can't really tell. Yes, right? can't really tell. But like he gets it, and it's really interesting because well, it's like any anything uh, anyone who's living with Alzheimer's the thing that's the most beneficial is to do things that they love and they're passionate about and that they're interested in and to keep them mm. like moving and when that he's slow it yeah when he's uh-huh. like in the zone when he's hiking his symptoms are minimal when mm. i mean they're they're a little stronger when he or a little more severe when he's tired i think that which of course yeah. like the whole race but he's <laughs> crushing it and then, like, you see the other teams who are coming up to them and are like, you're so, uh, you know, inspirational. And it's great. And then they have a team of all, like, black racers who are, like, racing to, like, show that there should be diversity in the sport. That's and it's, cool. like, awesome. The stories are so good. And so, and so what I'm are you going to do to train for this, Sarah? Um, like... Keep doing what I'm doing and doing a lot of hiking and like trail running and stuff. I mean, I got a few years, thank God, five. Okay, so now I just have to like find a team, which I think will be really easy. Me and Ren, check, and then what? What are you laughing? He's in. No, I I just think it's cute. Yeah, and then like Lucas and Jordan. Oh yeah, that'd be good. This is an easy team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and now, like, one of us just has to learn how to read a map, like, really well, because that's one of the most important parts. Really? Because you just, oh, if you get lost, yeah, that's a whole course in and of it. It's like, you have to go, you but have like, to, like, really learn. But, like, bad at reading maps? I don't get it. Well, to navigate, like, in a jungle where there's yeah. no real trail, and you just have to look at, and, like, the maps that, that like, show the elevation, and so mm. you're looking at this point is higher than this point. Like, yeah, what, there's right. topography? I think okay, topography okay, I is the yeah, name yeah, of it yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I might yeah. be wrong. It sounds no, that right. Is. <laughs> okay. That's correct. Sounds good. Just, like, go with that. <laughs> right. So, okay. I that's my new that. passion. And I, told, I was like, we're watch, I'm watching with Ren. We're both like equally obsessed with this. My and, ex, um, Timmy, he did that. The eco challenge. Really? Uh-huh. He did. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, the, it, we got it. This is totally doable. I mean, it's really hard, though. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, no, I know, but I, like, I feel like I, it's more mental. You, I don't know. I think people so. say I think, that, and I don't think it is. I really do. I really, I mean, I think that one is insane. Like, you would have to train. You'd have to be like, yeah. But if you can just go at one pace and keep up and and know how to pace yourself and get used to being just like getting your sleep when you need it. I mean, it's really just like another two days of a final mm-hmm. that's not a problem and i did the math and it like a lot of the legs that they do were the same as the the final that i did with jordan in norway mm-hmm. and i was like i was like yeah we did that that's like no problem 
So huh. I think it's doable. Okay. Well, I and I'm like you. super excited. And you just have to like go to whatever exotic location and like hang yes. out on the beach and like be ready with like the the bottle of champagne when I'm done. And you know, like the I'm goal is just supportive. finished. Like this isn't like we're going to race. Look at I'm yeah. like I'm like 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 now I've put it into words or into into oh. the universe and it has to happen. Accountability. I want to do this cool. so bad. When Good I watch it, I'm like, it's like painful that I'm not there right now. Really? Oh my gosh! Absolutely. When we were hiking the Narrows when in Zion, which is like the most awesome hike I've ever been on, I was like, this is essentially it. this is it. That's like it. You're up to your knees and and waist in like you know river water and like fighting against the current. Yeah, it's. Super Did you fun. ever do anything that you thought would be pretty easy, but then it was really not? Or does it always come to be that when you think you've got it, you actually do? No, when I think I got it, I actually do. Okay. I think the only thing, there there was one point where I, because all you need is to have those point, those moments, those few moments where you think you're going to, you've reached your end and yeah. you, you have a breakdown and then you can get past it. Because mm-hmm. I've already had, I've already gassed out. I had like, I gassed out and I, I got heat stroke and were like, you know, had to like be taken away on a challenge. And I was like, okay, well, I know what that feels like. And I know how to prepare, like prevent myself, do the training and do what I need to do to not be in that position and take care of myself in that way. And then when uh, I think about, like the the one time that was really, really, really like, oh my God, I think I can't do it. I broke down and I started crying. And I told Jordan, we're like, it was when we were climbing a hill on our bikes. It was, it was the worst. It was a, oh God, I think it was 46 miles or something insane like that. And it was uphill and downhill. And you go, <laughs> the first leg of it was all the way uphill. And you're like, this is so awesome. I'm climbing uphill and then I'm going to go downhill and you go on the downhill and then you get to the bottom of the downhill. And what do they do? They give us another goddamn bike and say, okay, now go back uphill. And you have to do the exact same thing you just did Mm -hmm. carrying another bike. And that (laughs) like, and, and I was like, oh my God. And, and carrying push, like carrying your own mountain bike up a hill and then another mountain bike up a hill after you've already raced for like 36 hours and I just looked at Jordan and I was like I'm gonna cry I just want to let you know I'm gonna cry right now like I'm gonna cry but it's okay like just let you need to just let me cry and then I just cried and he was like (laughs) you need to stop crying I'm like I told you that I'm gonna cry just let me do it and once I got let me do that and once I got past that point and I like had that breakdown and then I was like we, we had that night where we had to freaking stay up all night and it was freezing and you couldn't touch the ground and like sitting on a pad. And if you did, you had to do burpees or like right on a chalkboard. Like I won't let my partner down or something crazy like that. And after, uh, yeah, freezing my ass off and being soaking wet for like three days straight or I was like, oh I, yeah, there, I can, I can survive. This is fine. It's no big deal. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I am very supportive of your new goal and passion. Yeah, so I think it'll get me out there and get me hiking and get me uh, uh, running on those trails and... That's great. I will cheer you on for sure. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about, I read about this a while ago and then I didn't bring it up, but I keep rattling around in my brain. Mm. Did you read about the YouTuber family who adopted that kid from, I think, China and then gave Mm -hmm. him back? Oh, yes. We didn't talk about it yet, did we? I don't. I don't remember. I mean, I think maybe a little bit here and there, but but like, I don't think it was on our podcast, though. I think what made... So when I originally read it, of course, it's offensive that this family, they have some mm-hmm. biological children, but they also adopted this um, boy from China who he's like, he was like five or so, and he had, you know, health concerns mm-hmm. and issues, special needs, um, and they really bit off more than they could chew. And that is bad enough. But when I read this article recently, I was so disturbed because if the more I learned, the more I realized just how much like the influencer mode had sort of (gasps) tell me caused it. Well, they had been growing their channel, but, and they started to realize how these milestone moments are what really make a channel grow when oh you announce your God. pregnancy. This is gross. It's so gross, Sarah. Because these oh, are humans. that's disturbing. Like these children that you're breeding are <gasps> people. Ew. Right? And so they adopted this kid and he was not a good fit for their family. But I'm sorry, but that's your child now. To me, it's no different than if you bear a child that ends up having special needs or whatever. You wouldn't give them away. Right. Oh, Um, my God. As an aside, I made a joke on one of my captions recently about how I was going to have to give Lincoln up for adoption after we start homeschooling. And I had an adoptee say they wished I wouldn't make those jokes. And I agree. I apologized. And I hadn't thought of it that way. Because I sure really am just making fun of my own kid and my own mothering. But I don't uh, consider that that could really be hurtful to someone who is either adopted or adopted Mm. someone themselves. So I won't do that again. Learning moment. Absolutely. That's what we do here. I was like, heck yeah, I will stop. That's stupid. I never even thought about it. I'm so sorry. Right. Mm. There we go. Good job, Suze. But anyway, like they were describing how on YouTube, what really gets clicks and how they write their um, titles in all caps. And then they they make them like oh clickbaity, you know, like they'll talk about their oldest daughter. They had a video that was like, so-and-so, whatever her name is, buys her first bra. And I'm like, oh God, they are in deep, this family. Mm-hmm. I think that this falls into, and I talked about this on, I think when we did our live Q&A, where we talked about performance marriages. Yeah. 
and I think this this falls for sure. I mean, I feel like I need to like do research or write an article or something like that on performance families, performance marriages, performance whatever it is, because that's this is like a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I and know it's a thing. I can like this is an example. And I get Performative why it happens. Families. If that's your livelihood and this is what you want to do for a living, then I can see how you sort of go down that slippery slope of making your family commodified and then it's like clickbait, whatever. But it also is an indictment on the people, all of us, who are drawn into these clickbait things. And I guess that's the part that I want to focus on because like that family, that's awful and I... I don't know the details, but I don't really want to. But I do know the impulse to click on something because it's provocative or scandalous, including me reading that article. I mean, that's why I read it. It is disturbing because that it is a slippery slope. And mm-hmm. it one thing just kind of feeds the next. And then with all that pressure and when that is the focus or the intention, there is... It is easy to to slip and fall or make a mistake or or be pressured into doing something that maybe like you, you and I know from and we've talked about this about from being on reality shows that we become exaggerated versions of ourselves. Yeah, that this is a, in a way can be seen as like an exaggerated version of their generosity or their desire to be a parent. Put like and and push them to be a little maybe say yes to things that they normally would have thought a little more about, like, are you ready for this? Is this something we have the resources or capabilities to handle? How committed are we? Blah, blah, blah. And it's mm. so sad. So I don't know. It's just food for thought. And I was just like, this influencer culture is a whole scene, man. And And then they're rejected. Well, that's the really sad part is that the identity becomes that, like Mm -hmm. of of the... Like, we're showing you our family and blah, blah, blah. And then there's the, they're, like, rejected. And so now what are they? Right. And that's Well, because they haven't done anything since they gave them back. And they did a video telling their viewers that they did that. And then that was the end. They didn't post it. Because they lost all their sponsors. Right. Oh my and it's God. just sort of like, whoa, that is gross and deep. And, you know, oh, we're a part gosh. of it too. When you have a lot of followers, you get approached to do different projects and stuff. And you have to really weigh in the balance. Like, is this ethical? Am I doing the right yeah. thing? What are my intentions? And yeah. I don't think a, a lot of people take the care that they ought to, <laughs> particularly when you're having babies and adopting children. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, um- I just don't like the idea of a child from from anywhere at any time being an accessory. It's like the same way I didn't like it when, you know, like Paris Hilton made chihuahuas an accessory. Oh, yeah. Good. Remember that? Good uh, comparison. Yes. I hate it. Right. Like, and then people started, and then- adop- you know, buying chihuahuas, but then they'd like give them away eventually. Yes. And then there were all the, yeah, you're right. Same thing. It's like <sighs> I don't love it, but I do I love, love it either. Uh, using stamps.com, as you guys oh, know. Yes. And I I put a post on our Instagram recently because I wanted to encourage people to support the USPS, including using stamps.com, because yes. we need to support this institution of America. 
Um, did you see the picture I put up of Lincoln as I love it. I love it. I mean, that is so like that should be the U.S. Postal Service should use that on their poster. (laughs) Right. I mean, I did see that Cliff Clavin was supporting uh, USPS. So as he should and we all should. And plus stamps.com is super convenient and great and wonderful in every way. Um, you can print postage right from your desk or your home, wherever you are, put it on any letter or package, any class of mail, and it'll go wherever you want. You just put it in your mailbox and your mail carrier will pick it right up and you get great discounts, five cents off every stamp and 62% off of USPS and UPS shipping rates up to, and, um, it's just a no brainer cause it saves you time and money. So I want to encourage you to support them right now. Our listeners get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in brain candy. That's stamps.com and enter brain candy. Mm-hmm. Give shout it a try. Out Aunt, shout out to Aunt Peggy, newest stamps.com. Oh, nice. Uh, member. Yes. That's I know because she shared some of her extra postage with me. Thank you, Peggy. And if you yes. guys um, sign up, let us know. I mean, it's a free trial and you get the scale. So I just yeah. say, give it a whirl. Okay. Yeah. I read this fun article um, about how the sound that your car door makes when you close <laughs> it. it I, I was like, Adam, you I read have this. the best articles <laughs> ever. These are so great. Well, because it's like. So random, but I get so excited about it. I love this. Okay, so apparently the sound that your car door makes is total bullshit. And what? They they have these sound engineers that work for car manufacturers <gasps> to create no the sa- no <laughs> the satisfying sound. No 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 no. Explain. Okay. Tell me everything. They this call- is insane. <laughs> they call it psycho. I've been lied to. <laughs> You've been living a lie. They call it psychoacoustics, and it's designed to create the illusion of security and sturdiness to give you peace of mind and to also make you feel like this car is a great um, place to put your money. Like they want you to buy the car because you believe it's a solid piece of machinery. It's it's like I feel like we should all just walk around with a guy from Police Academy. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know that movie. You know who th- th- who makes all the sound effects? Who? Um, oh my gosh, this is that would be a really funny joke if you knew at all who that person <laughs> was. I'm so sorry. I don't he know. He essentially it. like real like he's really good at sound effects, and he'll be like making like helicopter noises. Or yeah. Like, well, like like that, and like <laughs> maybe if that's all we need to make us happy, cheesy, crazy. Who knew? Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, a lot of, obviously, we all know that our senses can give us impressions about the world around us. But, you know, people that want you to buy something will use those instincts to Mm -hmm. make their product more desirable. And... 
they did a study. They wanted to find out what the best sound would be to make these car doors. And their hypothesis was that like a low frequency thud with a short duration and no sort of trailing sound at the end would be perceived as the most high class. But what ended up being the most appealing was um, it was like something that ended with a kerchunk. Oh, my gosh. The short duration and clean trail off didn't hold up. They wanted something at the end. It sounds like a locking of like... Yeah. A, a capsule, a submarine, a spaceship. Uh, like, that's what I imagine. Like, like, chunk. Like, yes. yes. Were you like, that is definitely closed. Yep, that's definitely closed. Oh, my. I feel lied to. This is like when I found out Skittles were all one fucking flavor and <gasps> I, they just smell different or whatever. Yes. This is some bullshit. Yes, it upsets you. You've been duped. Like, I mean,. I get it, or like, mm-hmm. but, but now I can't. I'm never gonna. Does it take my joy? Does it like enrage you towards manufacturers, or more at your own brain for being like tricked? Mm. It's well, no, you're gonna hate my answer. Okay, you because you ruined it for me. <laughs> I do hate that answer. <laughs> I'm like, you damn it. Like- now I know. Now I don't even get to enjoy my car door shutting and the safety. I'm like, is it really locked? Is it really shut? <laughs> I don't know. What if you the sound is just fooling it. me? I know. I'm totally fucking with you. But- I think you should repurpose oh. that joy from knowing that there was a lot of care that was taken to yes, make it yes. pleasant for you. Yes. Here's the thing. I like <laughs> that because... It's safety and security, and it's not like I go to any extra lengths. Like what yeah. I don't like is I don't like the the yep. imp, like the the phony baloney thing, like the airport. Where yes, I'm like, okay, the take illusion. Off my jacket. The illusion. I don't like the illusion of safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't like it when they're doing it to trick me into like buying things. Like I don't like the uh, like I'm aware of like layouts of places or why they put things and i'm like don't i'm not gonna fall for that i mean sometimes i'm not aware and i do fall <laughs> for it, of course because that's how it works but like when they're not tr- they're just trying to make me feel good not yeah. like take my money or yeah it's like a zero-sum like, game there it's neutral and i don't have to do any extra work so i'm fine with it although, i'm mad no one. it it could make you mad if you think you've maybe overpaid as a result but what are you going to oh. do? Try to talk them down? Like, I know about your science of the door sound. And, and like, how much am I over? Like, how much yeah. are, wh- when we really break that down into, like, the price of a car and all that stuff, yeah. if it's, like, an extra, like, $1, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Well, like, I mean, not right now because I'm not driving anywhere. Because they're having to pay the salaries of literal sound engineers. Yeah, but, like, how many? Yeah, right. Is it just one guy that's like, yep, sounds good. Yeah. And then you, how many cars are there out there on the road? Like divide that by how many cars, yeah, how much right. you pay for that, how much you pay each month. We'll blah, throw blah, him blah, a blah. quarter. That's no problem. A quarter. No problem. Take and it. I don't care. if the car is sturdy, then it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. I just don't want the piece of junk to have the sound like, or what if that sound just stops? That would be... Oh, if there were really no annoying. sound at all? 
Yeah, because then I'd be like, is it even shut? I would do that. Yeah. I'm already the person who has to press their lock button like 17 times. <laughs> this is triggering for you. Why? It's like, oh, I know it's locked, but I just accept that. What ifs? I like it. I think they do a great job because I like the way it sounds. It is and- a because if they didn't do it, they said it would sound, you know how, like, if you smash two pieces of steel together, that's not satisfying. Ugh. Yeah, right. No. So You're maybe- right. I'm going to listen. For, now i got to just go to my car and open and shut the door, open and shut the door, open and shut the door. Hopefully I don't <laughs> set off that car alarm again. Right. Ugh, well. That's a nightmare. Yeah, good work, car manufacturers. You got us good. Yeah. What I else really are they doing? I really that. That was the only thing the article was about, so I don't know. Maybe we don't want to know, Sarah. I'm not making that mistake again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not you. Okay, we have a debate. We are going to discuss something that will decide whether we like it or not, which is that a brainiac sent us this news story where in Mumbai, they, for the first time, used women, uh, like a woman symbol wearing a little dress, on um, the walk sign, like tra- traffic signal to walk across the uh-huh. street. Uh-huh. And my initial reaction was like, I don't love this. But I don't I'd- love it either. Okay, why? What is wrong with us? Because it's a symbol. It's it's the same thing as throwing a bow on Miss Pac-Man <laughs> and oh. making it how it's a, it's a symbol. It's like a feminine. They do this in video games where mm-hmm. like the men have a whole bunch of different... It's basically saying that woman is the other. Like, that's a mm. p- person symbol. Women wear pants. Why is it I, a man? That's like, what I felt like. That's I never thought it was a man. It's a, it's a stick figure. It's there's a human. No def- there's no... Does the, can you see a penis? Exactly. What, what are the indicators that that is a man? That's what I'm Nothing. saying. So that's why. It's bullshit because it then says that woman is the other. This is I the agree. default. Then look at how we created this that's the other. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It's an empty gesture. Yes. And I agree with you that it does nothing but designate that, like, they're throwing us a bone. Yes. I hate that shit. And I never thought it was a man to begin with. Me either. It's a person. Thank you. So, so yeah. Mumbai, Ooh, I, I'm so, I mean, I, I have not been ragey about anything in a while. I've been very chill and relaxed <laughs> since camping. So, like, this is, like, I'm, I'm loving this. Okay, good. Yes. Well, and because I'm not wearing dresses anyway crossing the street. Exactly. Yeah. That's saying that all women now need this is a symbol of a woman. And if you don't wear a dress, then that's like, it's it's so layered and so. They're just going to think we're never satisfied, though. No, like, don't give me these bullshit, like, Mm -hmm. gestures. Do something like, let's look at legislator that, that women. Uh, like gives women equal access to like what ifs mm-hmm. what are we doing to for like equality what are we doing to close like the like you know yeah you can keep your traffic signals gap. and then just, just don't signals. rape us yeah oh yes come on <laughs> oh my god i saw this this great post and it was like it was a it was a pad that was taped up to or stuck on a lamppost and on written on the pad like or taped on there like was a little note that said imagine if men were as disturbed by rape as they were by periods and i was like Ugh. oh my god that is so true yeah 
That bums and me that out. So, bums me out. Sorry to be a downer. Oh god. Oh my god, this took a dark Damn. turn. Dark turn. And like the, I think that the link the person sent was from you know something akin to Good News Movement or whatever. So they yeah. wanted it to be mm. a good story. Mm-mm. I just it didn't resonate with me. Well, and yeah, it doesn't resonate with me. And, and this is. Yeah, this isn't the real... This is like the, oh, look over here. Look at what we're doing for you. I don't like that. It did say in the article that Indian women were like, uh, no, can it? Okay, they they had yeah. the same feelings that we do. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more but you'll have to find out for yourself visit gocoastguard.com to learn more okay what do i want to do next how about um i did read a really cool um article in the new york times about how um, this one magician started teaching people in prison how to do magic tricks. And you might think like, well, that seems like a bad idea because... No, I don't. I I don't either. I think it scratches the same itch. Oh, tell me. Of having like... Well, I mean, you can like... We can really go deep into this and yeah. say, like, the reason why somebody may seek, may be involved in crime to begin with is because they don't have the same access to power. So they mm-hmm. have to access power in ways that are illegal or ways that, but illegal based on, like, societal, like, yes, societal that's expectations. And so if the goal is to have, a one up on like like a higher posi- a position of hierarchy or, or or have information above somebody else or feel like you are in control of the situation that a lot of times like I don't know I feel like maybe mm-hmm. being behind the it's the same reason why a lot of those nerdy guys like magic yeah yes a, a, a sense it's of empowering. control a, it's empowering mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, I was I, I was think. so into it because as you guys know I communicate with a lot of prisoners and i am very disturbed at the way the u.s industrial complex and prison uh system is run and so Mm -hmm. i'm always excited when they are treated like human beings and Mm -hmm. given outlets that are healthy that provide them with that creative um you know feeling that they have something to do with their brain that isn't destructive and It was really just fun to see how the magician had to work around the limitations because a lot of the things that magicians use are banned in ah, prison. Yes. So uh-huh. he had to think of like ways to adapt the the trick using what That's they cool. have access to. And they did all these like uh they showed how they use things that they can use like glue. Um you know how when you let glue yes, dry it yes, can yes, create yes. like a solid thing. Um, oh yes and like each day when they drink their milk carton they will cut it and then they turn those into playing cards oh Um, that's cool because some prisons don't allow things like Mm -hmm. playing cards and Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of times they'll make these really elaborate tools to use for these tricks and then they get confiscated, which annoys me as well. You know, they go into their cells and they just take everything. Um, But I loved that one of the guys that learned magic while he was in prison, then he got out and he became a magician. And he said that he it's so much better on the outside because in prison, when he's doing a trick, he has to overcome the context where everyone's already suspicious and fearful and... um, Not trusting. Yeah. And And one of the things I would imagine is you have to trust the magician. Yes. And so he's finding so much joy performing outside of the prison because people are just ready to enjoy the trick. He has to work a lot harder with the prisoners. I like that. Yeah. So that was cool. Maybe we'll put that in the newsletter if you want to read that because that was really just an interesting thing that I never would have thought of. Yes. I like programs like that. Because I think it's so important to look at, you know, whatever is, what are the elements of like sometimes people's skills whether they're like they can be used for a whole bunch of different things mm-hmm. and the same skill that that makes you i don't know that looked at like seen as a criminal in some people's eyes uh can well, be beneficial. yeah and that's part of what i love about um quantum leap and like time travel type stuff because I'm obsessed with knowing whether there really are these moments in one's life where you take one path or the other. And mm. particularly with my, my prisoner friends, I think, was there a moment in their life where this all could have been avoided? And for oh, me, it's what you're yeah. saying, where one person might become a magician and yes. another person might become you know, a thief or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh my God! But if it's how you see those skills, how those skills get labeled, how the the uh, role models you have, the people yeah. who—oh my God! The environment. Oh man! And if you and took you just, one path, you might assume everyone had that same opportunity, but some people might have been almost pushed down the other path. Yep. And then you know, people have the stories of like, oh, I had a teacher who said that they saw something in me and yes. really encouraged me to do like this. Because then that's like the nudge to use those skills for something else. That was their quantum leap moment. Cool. Do you ever think about that about your own life? Like about if there was a quantum leap moment where Mm. that's when everything changed or whatever? I do all the time. It almost feels more like the... There's like one main path. Mm-hmm. And then there are a whole bunch of these little, like one main path that's like nice and sunny and like smooth sailing and, and pretty and serene. And like, then there are these little paths that like, like, I don't know, side streets or like uh little, what maybe look like shortcuts, but are really like the long way. Mm-hmm. And they're like maybe like a little darker and scarier but through that it's kind of like the learning lessons or you know like oh yeah you, know, you learn how to navigate or you learn how to, you build some resistance and some resiliency and the ability to maybe like handle other things that may come and uh you know like naturally like we sometimes are a little more off course and we can like feel it and then i think i i know when i'm like on the right path but i almost feel like 
it's like already laid out and I just know when I'm on it or not on it. Really? Yeah, because it feels more like I'm in the flow of things. Like things mm-hmm. like line up and it feels like the puzzle pieces kind of click into place and it's like easier. Mm-hmm. I'm less, but that's kind of like like the Buddhist thing of like resistance. Yeah, if, like it just feels right. Yeah, if you're resisting, then it feels like suffering. Mm-hmm. But when you're just like going and floating with it, then it and whatever that is, whether it's the pain and the the like good, the bad, the storms, the whatevs that may come, you know, you're you just can sense like, it. Yeah, and you're, like, riding the wave. So, yeah, I can, like, tell when I'm, like, on it or not on it. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know if that answers the question. Yes, it does. That I was love like it. I'm, I feel the same way you do. Good. I, do. I love okay. that. How about how I'm mad at Pinterest because... Oh, okay. There's a scandal going on. Tell me. I'm not a Pinterest user, but I like the mm-hmm. idea that there's a place where people can go to get ideas for DIY and all that. Yeah, except it's turned into advertising, and now I don't like it as much. But Really? I feel like that. What's different it about is. it now? No, it's like a lot of... Most things aren't like things people post. They're like advertisements for stuff. Uh, but what are I you mad about? I guess that's the natural progression of yeah, things always. Yeah. Like well, there was just a scandal in the New York Times about how I had never would have expected it, but they are run by all these men, white men. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Who knew? They, like, edge women out of all the talk. What? I know. Get out. Yes. It's a bunch of white dudes. Well, which, we're not going on that anymore. It's basically a tech problem. You know, big tech is always these white bros. Yeah. But I just didn't know that it was like that at Pinterest because, you know, it's kind of geared yeah. towards women. Yeah. And... Oh. It's gross. And this one woman who was a top executive, she was uh, eventually fired because she pointed out the problems and the toxicity. And then they're like, no, you're just not a team player. Well, that's what they mean when they say you're not a of team player. Yeah. You don't, uh, you don't fall in line with our, you know, very sexist and. Well, that's always the way. Anybody that's like, hey, you should have more people of color or women or whatever. And they're like, you know what? You're a problem. You're out of here. Colin Kaepernick. Anybody like, come on. Yeah. So she wrote an article on Medium basically saying, here's what's going on. And then, you know, it became Mm. a big deal because this is a huge company and they are preventing women from being promoted. They're leaving women out of Decision-making meetings. Oh, my God. Um, Imagine how good Pinterest would be if women actually ran it. Right? Maybe the things you don't like wouldn't be so bad. uh, For sure. Now we know. Oh, that's the answer. Oh, my God. Well, now, good. Okay. I, you know, I was kind of feeling like I I wasn't as into it in recent times. Yes. So I can start. I need a replacement. I hope they make changes and things get better. But And I'm so yeah. grateful for people who do speak up because that's not easy to do and it can really affect your career. So I really yeah. applaud her for saying nope. And, you know, sometimes, I, you know, maybe the people who leave those companies or her, who are, I don't know, app creators, something like that, maybe mm-hmm. start their own one that's similar to that. Kind of like that woman, I think Bumble yes, did that. Yes, exactly. So if she starts one, I'll, I'll get that because I go. would lo- love a a new that's like a great idea 
Yeah. Maybe she's got that cooking. Okay. Yeah. If, you, if you do it, I'm, I'm here. We'll support you. <laughs> yeah, we're available. Okay. I'll take a break from Best Fiends. <laughs> I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, so I was reading an article in Smithsonian Mag about the history of roller coasters. Are you a fan? Yes, but only certain types. Okay, let's hear it. Like, I'm not big on ones where it's, like, straight up and then you're just going to drop me. Like, I do not. Because it's the, I, I like the buildup. Yeah. So much. It's like anything. Like, delay of gratification. Like, I like that. I'm a big fan of the loop-de-loops. Yes, I me too. do not like, like, uh, I think it's Superman or something at Six Flags where it's, like, straight up, like, super fast and then straight down. And then, like, the Tower of Terror mm-hmm. at, uh... At Disneyland's California Adventures, fuck that ride. <laughs> Why? Hate that shit. What's because wrong? it just it just messes with you. Oh my gosh! I went with the girls from uh, from my cohort. Uh, shout out to yeah. you girls. And I oh, I think I cried. There was like a seven year old <laughs> in front of me who was doing better than I was. I what's so bad so- about it? Because you don't know when it's coming, and then they and then they fuck with you, and then it's like up and down, and I just like the antis. I feel like I'm going to actually have a heart attack. Like yes, I'm, my, my my heart rate is it's You're too right. much, and I can't take that. You're I, right I like about the ones all where of I can this. See what's coming. I want to see what's coming, and then I want to enjoy it. I don't want. I don't like the surprise thing. No, 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 no. I'm getting worked up right now. My heart rate has gone it. from 86 to 93. <sighs> I'm glad you brought all that up, though, because I thought what I was going to get was sort of like this happened and then this happened. But really, they were sort of describing why we even like the, them because it is kind you of know, insane that we like them. Insane. And it says because it was talking about the heart rate thing and how. It's a real problem because for older people, and I don't mean like super old, I just mean like, you know, beyond midlife. Yeah. It, a lot of times their heart rate gets to a point that medical people would call unsafe. Yes. And that's not great. No. There was a ride at <laughs> Six Flags in uh, California, that Six Flags Magic Mountain, that... <laughs> would have that had a turn that was so sharp and after a few turns that some people would pass out exactly fuck that no, no that is not that's good. not okay i don't want to sign up for a, a, a trip to the hospital or like for, <laughs> like the need for like 
like resuscitation. Well, when people always talk about carnivals as if they're super unsafe, but I kind of feel like even the mainstream big um, amusement parks have questionable stuff. Not rickety, but like where they really push the science of the physics to a point where maybe we shouldn't be doing that because they keep trying to make it bigger, better, taller, faster. We don't need to do that. I believe that is their actual... Uh, theme park, like that's the slogan, the slogan. bigger, oh taller, faster. God, I really see? think that that is at like at some Six Flags, like that totally is. That's hilarious. And don't even get me started on water parks. Those <laughs> d- hell, ho- like death traps. Yeah, they are. They really are death traps. Aqua death traps. It's a watery <laughs> hell. Aquatic. Yeah. Aquatic hell is what that is. <laughs> Yeah, if hell were water instead of fire. That is it. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Nope, nope. And you know people are peeing in that pool. Come well, on. That's for sure. So but yes, they were tell just me saying about roller like, coasters. I mean, great. they were basically just saying that it's not just speed that we're into because cars go really fast and we're not like obsessed right. with that. But it's actually the fight or flight response that is triggered, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but without the true fear of death. Mm-hmm. And that... Not all stress is bad stress. So, like, right. you are stressed on it, but they call it eustress, like euphoria, U E U. Yes. And that, but there is sort of a peak right in early adulthood when we love it the most. And then after that, it slowly declines. And then once you get to a certain age, you're sort of like not into feeling that way anymore. But it's like conquering fear and then the positive effects that are associated with a massive rise in physiological arousal that people want real bad. But this is the exact same thing as like risk taking behavior and the the desire for us to even go on the challenge. I mean, true. I'm still going to do that eco race, but you know, well, that's different, different because you set your own pace. Correct. Yeah. This is like, you're completely out of control and you're just pushing the boundaries and no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. But I totally get that. And it does go down. And maybe it's this desire, like, you're like, mm, no, I'm good. Like, I don't need to. Yeah, why do I feel like I don't want my heart rate to, to have massive swings as much as I used to? I do feel like we know too much now. And when you're yeah. younger, you really do trust that everyone's doing their job properly and this is going to be fine. Yes. But then when you're older, you know that's not always the case. Yes. Yep. Yep. And you yep. could actually yep. fall out. What about those ones? Do you like those ones where your feet like hang? Nope. <laughs> no. Because they're trying to do the same. Well. Because it simulates. What? No, because I need like something to push down. On. Like, oh, yeah. it makes my feet feel tingly thinking about it. Really? Like, like do you have a favorite roller coaster? Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh, though. You haven't heard of it. It's called the Jackrabbit. <laughs> never heard of it. It's and what amazing. is it like? What are the features? It's wooden. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. wooden coasters the best. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's what I like as well. I like, like, if Magic Mountain were, not Magic Mountain, uh, uh, oh, what the hell is that one called? Space Mountain. Oh, if yeah. If Space Mountain were, were way longer, I would love that. Is it short? In- I think it's fast, but it's so fun. I laugh the whole time. And it's, it's nice because you can't see what's around the turn, but you know it's not going to kill you because it's Disneyland. So yeah. I like that. 
Um, I also love the uh, Screaming Over California or whatever, the one that's super fast at... Well, now they turned it into a... Now it's one from... Oh, what the hell is that movie? With The Incredibles. The mm-hmm. Incredicoaster or whatever that oh, is. Oh, that's cute. I love that one. That was, that's that is fine. These that ones are nice. That is my favorite, nice. favorite one. Or like there was, an, there was the, like the old school wooden one that's at like Knott's Berry Farm. I like that. I do not like um, Stupid Splash Mountain. That What's drop, stupid about hate it? that. And I hate that you get wet and then you have to be wet the rest of the day at Disneyland. I only want to be wet if I know I'm going to like, if I'm prepared for it. Yeah, Ugh, I don't like how everyone smells like worst. wet dogs. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Yeah. I heard they're redoing that ride, thank goodness, and getting rid of all of the, like, clearly racist parts of it. Yeah, what was racist about it? Like, the whole, it's all, that whole story is, like, rooted in. Sorry, what story is it? Oh, Br'er Rabbit. Oh, right. Oh, God. Yes. And isn't it, like, like Tar and Feather or something? Yes, yes, Tar Baby. yes, yes. Yes, okay, yes, that's yes, ridiculous. Yes. How is that yeah. still there? Exactly. So now they're like, you know, I'm sure they corrected parts of it, but now they're like, we're getting rid of the whole thing. Yeah, good. Because we all know that you just like only like lightly covered up. Like, you, oh, like Walt Disney's racism and uh, yeah. anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need a reminder of that on the ride, please. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and I, you know what they're turning it into? <laughs> Princess Bride, or not Princess Bride, uh, Frog Princess Ride. Oh, okay. That's great. Which makes it's perfect, perfect. for that, and it's right in the like the Bayou area, or you know whatever. There they call you go. That. Like, what do they call Bayou. that section? The yeah, it has a name. What Louisiana, something. The I don't know. I don't know enough about Disneyland to know about this. Stuff. I think I'm you close. know a fair amount. That's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should wind down. Let's wind down. Let's turn it down a little bit. We've learned, we've learned a lot about Sarah's goals and not just oh goals. My gosh, so she said that it was her destiny. Destiny. As a matter of fact. I'm should to that. Like it's, that's part of that path because like the challenge, it's all, it, I'm I should do that. I it think that's sense. really cool when someone knows their destiny and like is fixed yes. and ready to do it. That's really a fun thing. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Suze. We learned, uh, about influencer culture and its toxicity but i think more shocking we learned that car doors are bullshit bullshit and mumbai traffic signals can can it totally and if you to go back to doors real quick if you guys (laughs) like open and close yours and you are weirded out and shocked like like video it like do a yes. little recording of it and like tag us in it on instagram because i would like to hear yeah the rain i only know i, I only have access right. to two different doors. ones Susie and i have the same car so that won't work so we need <laughs> right. more we need more cars while so, you're while they're filming these things please show us what's in your trunk too oh my god i mean this is the perfect time ask me what's in my trunk right now what is in your trunk? Camping stuff. All, yes. Yeah. All stuff. <laughs> right. We are ready. And it does represent where you are in your life. It's totally true. It's Mine totally, is a bunch totally of stuff true. to take to Goodwill, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. Oh, yes. Hey, send me like a picture of that stuff. I, what do we got going? Like For what real? Are we, what are you in the market I don't know. for? I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe like 
get any like jars there's a lot of books and i <laughs> love books I don't know, maybe i'll give you some jars to make candles for sure yeah, yeah. your candles are gorgeous you should go into business oh Thank you. Well, we say we're like this is what everybody's getting for like Christmas and everything. That's a and great like, gift. You yeah. have, you're the one that mocked the candle gift. I have been defending it for five years oh now. My God. And now not only have I totally changed my yes. tune, I am give I am making them to give to people. And I will be excited. Oh my god! And Ren's like fully researched this and knows about <laughs> like what are they called? It call, like the. the he calls it like the scent throw or something like that. What's like that? how far, like how far the scent goes, like <laughs> no. with different. Yes, he knows if he knows. He's like Adam in that. Like yeah, he'll learn he exactly how to do it, and like we're now going to be like it. I'm just like what else? Just like light, like melt the wax, pour some scent in it, and there you go. There's like a timing thing to it. How long? He asked me like how long do we have to keep the candles? Like how long do they yeah. have to like set? I was like, I don't know, a couple hours in the freezer. He looked it up, three days. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, definitely Oops. not following that rule. We waited about six before we were like, oh, I can't take it. We have to light it. So. Well, um, if you come over this weekend, if you bring oh, me yeah, a candle, I'll make you a zucchini bread. How about that? Oh, my gosh. With that amazing zucchini that was no yeah. joke Oprah size. Insane. We'll barter. Oh, that's a fair trade. Fair trade. I can't wait. I'll bring okay. you candles. Well, thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our wind down, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.